Jonathan Alter is an award-winning author, political analyst, documentary filmmaker, columnist, TV producer, and radio host. And he's also one of Chicago's very own. And he did a fantastic biography of Jimmy Carter. The book is his very best, Jimmy Carter, A Life. Jonathan, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Bob. How are you? Uh, first question, I forgot. What schools did you go to around here? I went to Francis Parker, uh, which is uh, on the north side. Yep. And yep. Um, so, and I, I grew up on the north side uh, and, um, you know, still have a lot of family and friends in Chicago and enormous uh, fondness for Chicago. And uh, full disclosure, I'm having uh, lunch today with Bill Daly. So, oh, is that right? New York. <laughs> so I well, still have a lot of I still have a lot of uh, Chicago connections and tremendous love for anything Chicago related. Um, well, we're, the we're very moments of my just very quickly since you asked this, I got to just get this in. Mm-hmm. One of the truly happiest moments of my life was being uh, going to five World Series games in 2016, and I was in celebrating with the Cubs uh, in the locker room in the clubhouse in Cleveland. Well, you so may live in the... Better. Go ahead, John. What? I was just going to say, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Now, you may be living in the East now, but uh, you are still a Chicagoan, no doubt about it. And we're very fond of you and your work here. And I want to talk to you about uh, Jimmy Carter. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, you know, when you go through... His life, everything he's done, uh, his uh, relationship with his wife uh, for all those years. It, it occurred to me that if you put that together in a script and you were trying to sell it to a Hollywood producer, they would say, nobody is going to go for this because nobody will believe that one man did all this and led, led this kind of life. Yeah, go back to your typewriter and come up with something more believable. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of truth to what you say, and uh, I won't bore you with the details of my uh, Hollywood adventures with this material. But you're not you're not too far off. Um, so this was an epic American life. Um, is because he he is still with us. Um, an epic story um, and a story of a man who won at life. You know. Um, when you mention the name Jimmy Carter for people of a certain age, they, they think of him as a loser because he was crushed by Ronald Reagan in 1980. Um, but he did astonishing things over the course of his life, many of which nobody knows anything about. Um, he was only actually in public office for 12 of his 98 years, four as a Georgia State Senator, four as governor and for his president. But, um, you know, just to give you a couple of quick examples of other things in this, this amazing life, he was, he was born, um, uh, you know, uh, in a house with no running water, no electricity, no mechanized farm equipment, barefoot most of the year, might as well have been the 19th century, and surrounded by white terrorism, that's the only thing you can call it, in the Jim Crow South. Uh, and then, 
He goes uh, to the Naval Academy. He's in the uh, Hyman Rickover's Nuclear Navy. And and at one point, um, a secret um, nuclear experimental plant in Canada at the dawn of the nuclear age melts down, and Carter has to run into the core of the nuclear reactor and manage the uh, salvage operation. And it was classified for many years. Um, and then... Um, you know, then he goes home, he builds a successful business after his father dies, and, and so he's very successful in business, develops all kinds of other skills, and um, has a born-again experience where at one point he goes door-to-door uh, 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 for Jesus uh, and, and even tries to convert the madam of a brothel. <laughs> he just had a whole series of life experiences beyond politics. And then, you know, um, when he becomes governor, he says in his inaugural, the time for racial discrimination is over. And that might sound like nothing nowadays, but in 1971, this was a, a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had been on the sidelines of the civil rights movement but then he, you know, he connects with Daddy King, and um, he basically spends the second half of his life making up for what he did not do in the first half, which is stand up for civil rights. Mm-hmm. And he becomes a global icon, you know, after the presidency. But just, you know, what what bothers me a little bit is this sense, lousy president, great former president, his presidency was terribly underestimated. And he accomplished all kinds of things as president that everybody forgot about because he, he lost uh, mm-hmm. to Ronald Reagan, in, including you know, 15 major pieces of environmental legislation, the first uh, support for clean energy, um, first toxic waste cleanup, the first fuel economy standards, doubling the size of the National Park Service. And that's just on the domestic side, you know, globally. I think people know that he brought peace between Israel and Egypt. He, um, uh, by um, winning approval of the Panama Canal treaties, he prevented a major war in Central America and Panama. Um, uh, you know, re- recognized China, um, which is now the this basically the for all of our problems with China nowadays. It's it's the uh, foundation of the global economy. Our bilateral relationship with with China and his human rights policy um, changed the world. It helped yeah. communism and, you know, so there's a lot, there's a lot to chew on in this man's life. And we haven't even gotten to his, you know, his famous post-presidency building all those houses for habitat for humanity, um, eradicating global diseases, uh, protecting democracy. Um, and like, I, setting, you know, uh, like, like I said, uh, this is why the script would be unbelievable. <laughs> because yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, And he's always ahead of his time. I was looking at a picture of him from 1979 uh, displaying solar panels on the roof of the White House, and people are laughing at him. I mean, it, it's yeah. incredible. Jonathan, hang on a second. Let me get a break in here. I want to talk more about uh, Jimmy Carter. The book is his very best. Jimmy Carter, a life. It's Chicago's very own Jonathan Alter with us. And when we come back, I've been lucky enough to interview Jimmy Carter a couple of times, and I have one nagging question about him that I think you can answer. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in a minute here. W-G-N.
Former editor and columnist for Newsweek, among other national publications, Chicago's Jonathan Alter has interviewed nine of the last ten presidents and his recent book, and I think this was like the first uh, complete biography of the former president. His very best, Jimmy Carter, A Life, came out a couple of years ago. Uh, Jonathan, here's, here's the thing that's always uh, bothered me. When I've interviewed Jimmy Carter, he's always been engaging, forthcoming, great sense of humor, warm. And everything I've ever read about Jimmy Carter from former White House workers, people who were with him in the White House, described a cold man who was not very personable. Who's the real Jimmy Carter? (laughs) Well, um, the answer is uh, they're both the real Jimmy Carter. Um, There's a complexity to this quite brilliant man um, that kept me fascinated and I hope keeps readers um, fascinated. You know, Zbigniew Brzezinski, uh, who was his national security advisor, said that Carter had three smiles. He had the big public smile, you know, toothy grin that the cartoonists made use of and that you would see in public or in interviews, you know, when he's trying to win somebody over. Uh, and that, um, wasn't fake, but it wasn't entirely genuine either. Then his second smile would be a tight-lipped, not really smile when he's angry. And he never yelled, but he would flash his icy blue eyes at people. And I actually got this a couple of times um, because I spent a lot of time with him, um, you know, um, between 2015 and 2019. Uh, you know, where you know he's ticked off about something and the temperature in the room goes down. It's very chilly hmm. because you know he's, you know he's uh, angry, um, mm-hmm. but even if he doesn't say a thing. And then there's a third smile, which is a genuine um, smile when somebody's gotten off a you know, funny remark or he's amused by something in a movie loves watching movies you know so he's he's got he's definitely got a sense of humor but um he's very business-like and he can be prickly um and if he doesn't suffer fools um and you know the the biggest misconception about him which really grew out of his refusal to bomb iran after they seized our hostages is that he's weak and I, I just got to tell you, I think you probably picked this up from interviewing him. There's nothing weak about this man. No, no. I, I hope I got smile number three. But thank you for clearing that up for me. And, and uh, quickly, Jonathan, uh, this isn't the first time that the president thought uh, he was at the end of his life. Wasn't there an occasion about five years ago that that he thought uh, he would he would be preparing for the end? Yes, he he was diagnosed with metastatic melanoma that had spread to his brain and was told that he had a short time to live. And then his life was saved uh, by uh, Keytruda. Um, He would also say prayer when I talked to him about it. Um, And he was uh, quite prepared then, as he indicated to me and others, that he was ready to meet his maker. He was very much at 
peace if that's the way things went. And I, I, I think he feels the same way now. The reason that he went into hospice is he just doesn't want to spend any more time away from Rosalind Carter, who's been his wife for nearly 77 years. They actually met each other 95 years ago because Jimmy's mother was a nurse and she delivered Rosalind. And so he just doesn't want to die alone in the hospital. And that's why he went home um, um, mm-hmm. to uh, you know, be with her and family uh, at the end. Unbelievable life, and uh, I, I, I had on my bucket list this, and I'm sorry I never got to go to Plains and go to that church and listen to him preach on a Sunday. It, it, it was quite amazing. He, it was a Sunday school class. You didn't really go into preacher mode so much, but you learned a lot about both the Old and New Testaments, and you can get tapes of it, actually, online, and they're uh-huh. very, very good. Um, so, uh, even if you're Jewish like me, they're still good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check that out for sure. Uh, Jonathan Alter, the book is his very best, Jimmy Carter, a life and what an extraordinary life. Unbelievable. Jonathan, good to talk to you. Whenever I see your face pop up on TV, I immediately uh, turn the sound up and pay attention. Please say hi to Bill Daly for us. And, uh, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. <laughs> Thank you. Great to be back in touch. Love WGN. Take care. You too. Jonathan Alter.